When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It is me, Adam Hunter. I am here with D. Greg Wilson, hey, hey. as well as CB Gold. How's it going? We got Eves Edwards coming in, but he's a little late right now. So we have Joe the Kid Perez on the mic. What's up, guys? Uh, we are on Tip a Fighter. So if you like our podcast, if we entertain you and you want to show your appreciation, we will gladly. Take your tips. Uh, yes, so gladly glad- shower us. Shower us with make, your tips. Make it rain, people. Make it a golden sh- uh, shower of gold. Shower of CB gold. Yes. Right. So a CB Sometimes gold. Sometimes when I'm showering, <laughs> I actually pee up onto myself so that it, it mixes with the water and makes a greater golden shower. You give yourself golden showers. That's right. It's more of a brass shower with the way New records. <laughs> That was faster than Dwayne Ludwig and Jonathan Goulet. Yes. Uh, nice reference. I don't even get it. I assume it's... It was uh, six, yeah, the yeah. fastest knockout in UFC history. Nice. Six seconds. Well, uh, over the weekend... Which one was it? Over the weekend, uh, Crazy Horse tied it, uh, but not in the UFC, and Ryzen. Seven seconds. That was, was, that was seven? Yeah, he's got, uh, one second, he's got one second to shave off his next fight. Damn. Well, anyway, I will tell you about my week. Uh, so Thursday... Uh, what did I do Thursday? Thursday, we go to, I, I go to uh, the ranch to do, to do the show at the ranch. It was after the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and we would drive down there. And it used to be on Wednesdays, didn't it? Yeah, it painted Thursdays. Right. And it's in San Miguel. It's like this, like, the ranch is like uh, 30 miles a little bit south of uh, Fresno, um, which, uh, by the way, uh, this week I will be in Fresno uh, this Friday night at Frank's Place in Fresno. But oh, nice. anyway, uh, so we, we, we get there, and... Uh, and me, and I bring my two openers. Uh, they were going to split the time because they both kind of feature for me. So one was going to host. And we're in the back, and this black dude comes up there, and he's like, hey, man, do you mind if I uh, uh, host a show? Now, I don't know this guy, uh, but he's like, I've been here the last six weeks, and they usually let me host. Is it cool? So I'm like, uh, I'm like are you a comedian? He's like, well, kind of. But I'm, I'm more, I've only been doing a six-weeks comedy. So, <laughs> you so, know what, though? Kudos to him for saying kind of. Yeah, he said kind of. Right, because right. usually if they do one show, they're like, I'm a comedian, guys. Right. So then so I, I said, sure, no problem, man. Cool. Well, you Go ahead. Then, so then he asked my other uh, the feature, hey, man, how do I start getting paid doing this? Like he wanted to know how to get paid doing comedy, which that sounds right. Which, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Which, by the way, you know, in comedy, it's like fighting. You don't get paid for a long time. Uh, I don't yeah. think I've gotten. I don't think I got paid anything for till my seventh year of doing comedy. Maybe eighth was like my first paycheck came in, yeah. and I think I got fifty bucks, and I thought I was rich. I thought I could like. <laughs> I thought I could. Oh yeah. I think I gave twenty to a homeless guy at leaving the comedy club because I was like <laughs> I couldn't believe I actually got paid yeah. doing this. So it's like saying, hey, how do I become a black belt? Well, you got to get on the mat, and the same thing with comedy. So anyway, so I said, okay, sure. So the uh, it's, it's it's a pretty decent crowd, about fifty people, sixty people. So. This dude goes up there. His opening line is, who here got raped? 
that, that's that's what he opens with, right? Please leave the stage now. You so, are done here for the so evening. He opens with like a rape question, let not me, even a rape let, joke. Let me break out my checkbook. <laughs> so, this guy's about to get paid. And then his joke was something about where like he goes, yeah, you know, uh, uh, sometimes when you're getting raped, uh, do, or, or do you think a rape whistle really stops rape? Right. So that was like, so that was that. Uh, and then he goes. Then his, se- then his second bit was about being black, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm black, so the cops are gonna shoot me." Uh, so like, of what? course, so now, so now the crowd's like, one one set, one lady in the crowd said, "Please stop," or like, "Not now." Right. And then he goes, "Well, I'm a comedian. I can tell jokes. These are jokes, people." Like, so he hadn't told a joke. Oh. Uh, he kind of stole your line too. Well, I'm a these comedian. Are, these are, no, well, these are jokes, people. That's like, not my line. Uh, I, that, that, but, that, that's been in the history of comedy. Every, yeah. I mean, you know, these are the jokes. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, right? So then I go on, and then the crowd's good, featured as well. Uh, the two comics do well. So I'm on stage, and there's like the audience in front of me, and then there's like a, a an elevated audience where like you could sit on, on top, right? So, what's up? Okay, cool. No problem. Uh, so Eves is here, but he forgot something in his car. So there's something elevated, right? What do you think you forgot? Uh, Sorry, it's not me, Grant, <laughs> I swear. So I'm on stage, and I, and I hear talking. And I look over, and the host and his girlfriend and his girlfriend's friends are just having a complete conversation while I'm on stage. Uh, so, oh, so he has courtesy, too, now. So I, I let it go the first time. I'm like, all right, just ignore this. You know, let's just, let's just make the crowd laugh, and hopefully the laugh will drown out their chatter but it's one of those things where I would stop telling jokes and I still heard the chatter and I just look at him like bro didn't I let you open you asked me to open and I said cool and now you're going to talk through a whole, my whole set and then he's like and the girlfriend said oh it's because you're so funny or something obnoxious and, uh, and then they all got up and left so that was that was wow that really I gotta be honest with you that perfectly encapsulates young comedy that, no respect? No respect, right. Completely entitled, asks you for a spot, then acts like he's starred on the show. <laughs> right. You know, like, you're welcome. Doesn't even, and has no sense of whether or not he did well or not, because he obviously didn't. No. And then he's over there talking like, right, I'm such, a, I'm such a great fucking comedian. Like, this really is, that is, you know, because that's the mentality of young comedy. I, I just think it's like, I, I remember one time, I went into my commercial, uh, agent's office and I, I like get there and I'm like uh, and there's this girl and she's like I didn't know who she was but she knew me she's like hey Adam how's it going how's comedy I'm like oh good I'm, I'm, I'm like the road a lot I'm like what about you you been doing the road she's like no but I'm doing really well on Vine she's like I'm, I'm, I'm like a Vine comic I'm killing it on Vine and I, I think there's this whole there's a part of you that wants to laugh that off yeah but there's a part of you that's you know you hate that you have to take it seriously because i know that like youtube stars and vine stars and instagram stars are selling out comedy clubs i i I know comedians that are funny that are like i'm like they're doing well on the road they're they're i go how are you guys packing it they go oh well i go to the local town and i find the big vine stars that live in the town and i and i and i have them open the show and they bring the whole crowd and i cut them the check or whatever and i'm like that's how 
We're doing it now, huh? That's, That's fucking brilliant. Because 15 <laughs> seconds of comedy is incredibly difficult. I think they need more credit than we're it's giving a, them. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable. Well, and the bar for what is comedy is also lowered because you'll accept just looking at it and finding it amusing if it's a fine thing. You'll be like, oh, okay, that's comedy. But when you're on stage, the bar is much, much higher. You have to physically make people laugh. Yeah. And that is not easy, especially with these incredibly jaded audiences that we have today. So that, that, that was my Thursday night. So Friday night, uh, I get asked, my friend Samson, nice guy, he's like, hey, man, I want to do my show in Silver Lake. And I already know I'm not going to like it because <laughs> Silver Lake is all hipsters. And uh, sometimes, I mean, sometimes I do well in those hipster crowds and sometimes I don't. You know, it's yeah. just a matter of like they get offended very easily sometimes. You know, you, ooh, ah, ooh. So I, I get there, and he's like, very hey, man. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. So I, I, I get there, and he's like, uh, the guy's like, oh, hey. This is a, a lot a, of new, used shirts. A lot of used shirts. Like, hey, this is a new show where you do stand-up, and then you sing a karaoke song after your set. Right. Which already, I'm like more nervous about the karaoke song than I am about my set. Wait, you, know? you have to sing karaoke? Yeah, I have to sing karaoke. That's, that's, this is a new requirement yeah. in, in comedy clubs? Uh, in, in this comedy show. In this show. show. This is their show. Their show. So he's like, what song do you want to sing? So I'm like, uh, Midnight Hour by Billy Idol. Because I, I, one time at a karaoke bar that did really well when I, when I sang it. But okay, I, good. You're but going I, your comfort zone. But I forgot that I was stoned and drunk when I sang it. So I don't think it really went, uh, as, well. I don't think it really went as well as I thought it went. Right. <laughs> so like, <laughs> in the light of day, yeah. not so much. So I get there. Eves, how's it going, man? Hey, brother. Hi, great to see you, man. Good to see you. So I get to this karaoke place, and uh, no, comedy show, and there's... Karaoke place. I mean, comedy show. So there's, there's six people in the crowd, yeah. and then uh, six audience members, and then five comedians uh, to the left. And the, the, all the comics are black. And all the audience members are white. And they're like, sit. And I'm, so, of course, I have to point that out. Like, I'm really happy. Right, you have to say something. So, I'm, I'm doing okay, right? I'm, I'm doing okay. But then I start getting annoyed because the, I, I hate performing for comics. I just don't like, especially if it's, you know, one thing if there's comics in the back and it's a regular crowd. But when half the crowd are comics. Because every time I would tell a joke, not every time, but a lot of times people go, that's funny. Or, or they, they would comment like, you know, they would make comments after each oh. joke. Or one comic went, boom, boom. I'm oh like, God. really, dude? Like, really? You're gonna give me a drum roll as a comic? So I was, I could, so I can sense that I was getting annoyed at that. Yeah. So then, then I, then I like screwed up because I started doing like improvising, and there was one lady there with her boyfriend. The lady was laughing the most, and I was like, "Oh, uh, come on! I know you have a good sense of humor. Look, you have low standards." And then the guy got very sensitive, being a hipster crowd, and got upset about me saying she had low standards. Normally, people laugh it off. Yeah. And so then I lost them. So now I lost two out of the six people, <laughs> which was a third of the crowd. And, and then, so then, right? So then, the, the, so then after that, I got to do a karaoke song, which bombed so bad because no one wanted to hear Billy Idol, especially oh for me. Totally. And then after that, they canceled. Especially the, you kind of have Billy Idol hair right now. It's um, spiky. So then after that, they canceled the songs. After that, <laughs> <laughs> then it just you got the song. <laughs> And then it just became a comedy show. Like, let's not do those songs anymore. That was uh... <laughs> that was bad. Uh, Saturday though, it's just so funny though because this is how comedy yeah. is. Saturday, I, I drive this to Whittier. This goes back to wait a minute. This goes back to what I've said about how you don't have to say yes 
to your little voice in your head warned you, said this isn't your kind of scene, this isn't grabby, but the old instinct want out, the old instinct of say yes to everything, yeah. want, which is how you feel your first decade in comedy, you say yes to everything. I just like to look at a full schedule. I know, but you're you, not a I, developing comedian. I, I you're, know, you're an amazing okay? comedian, you're, but it seems like you were the major underdog at that night. You know, that but night. it was one of those things, you know what, the, 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 then I'm beating myself up all night. going Which like, you shouldn't be. I, I be all, the whole night I'm not in a bad mood. can't help it. I'm beating myself human. up all night. But then I'm Andy's like, but, Jewish. but then I'm like, there were six people there. What, what the fuck is wrong with me? There were six people there, like, like, and, and most of them are laughing. And then, I'm, then I'm going over each joke and how they did in my oh head. Oh my god! I'm like, this joke did well. What did I say? And he's Jewish. I just said this, that. This is like playing around at golf, and then you finish, and you're like, hole one I sucked. Hole two was even worse. Like shit. Like exactly. That. And then you're then beating I'm, yourself up for no reason. So then, We're gonna so, assume that's true. So then Saturday, Saturday night, I do this Mexican cra- uh, fundraiser in Whittier, right? Yeah. And it's. Pe- 200 people, wall to wall. These people love you. I felt like I was the greatest comic in the of world. Yeah, Did you have mariachi music behind you it again? Was, it was unbe- no mariachi music, but Damn it was it. one of those things where like, I went in there and I was the only white person in the room, so I'm like, it's nice to be here in Mexico. And that, that got a huge laugh. So I knew they were, they were on board. Then I did the ha-ha with you afterwards. Yeah. Another set, knocked out of the park. You had one of the best sets I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Honestly, out of Thank any you, comic. You, you didn't do one joke. Not one. You did crowd work for 25 minutes. What? And murdered. Fuck. And it was, I wanted it was, to be there. It was the best crowd work. And I, I've seen Jeff Ross, I, you know, Leon Benelli, this one, that one, Rich Voss. Best I've ever seen. Thanks, bro. Uh, wow. And, wow. I, was, and I, was, I was like, holy shit. So That's I was, Damn I, it. I, I, was, I, I was really, really there. impressed with you, Greg. And then last night, uh, I did a show. Where was I last night? I did a show. Oh, I did a cool show in Santa Monica with uh, Laurie Kilmartin. Really funny. Oh, right on, right on. Funny show. And then tonight, I'm nervous because... I got to do this Scott Bayo golf fundraiser, right? So Scott Bayo has this charity. He thought his daughter his, <laughs> is it called his career? No. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott's daughter. It's his way of reminding people he exists. No, listen, listen to me. You would love to have Scott Bayo's career. I would. I would kill for Scott Bayo's <laughs> career and the pussy. So all right. So it was one of those things where. Uh, so. I'm on Last Comic Standing like five years ago. Oh, no, I don't know, what was it? 2008? It was more than that. It was like eight, eight years, years ago. ago. And, uh, <laughs> feels like just 10 years just ago. Just feels like last. So I get an email from Scott Bayo's wife, Renee, going, Me and Scott are rooting for you. We're really big fans. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a fake account. Yeah, Scott Bayo is really rooting for me. I'm like, All right, well, come to my show. It's half off. Next thing I know, Scott and Renee show up. I'm like, holy shit, that really was Scott Bayo. Wow. <laughs> so then I become friends with them. Since then, we became friends. And he, he put me on his TV show, See Dad right, Run. Right, right, right. We, 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 we hang out. We have smoking cigars. Sometimes he smokes and I t- tell him stories. So a couple years ago, so they, they had a baby that was born and they said it was sick. It had this disease. Turns out the baby was. It was a false positive. But they still, every year, raise tons of money for kids who really have those diseases, even though their kid doesn't. And they had me do this fundraiser a couple years ago, and I get there, and they have a little kid's fashion show of all these, like, five-year-olds with, like, and then they had me as the comedy. And they said, be totally clean. And they had an auction there afterwards. This thing went so bad that afterwards, they were trying to auction off art, and the auctioneer goes, if you guys don't bid on this, I'm bringing the comic back up. (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then people started bidding. That's, that's, that's how bad it went, right? But they keep 
but they, you don't forget that one. Uh, you, you feel that for, for a while. But they keep bringing me back. That, right. but, but it's so funny. It was funny also. Scott was like, one of the things with a round of golf with Scott Bayo. That's what you, you win yeah. at the auction. Scott hates playing with people so much. He was bidding against everyone else. <laughs> and then people started bidding just so they could play with them. What kind of – I hope he doesn't do a speech at this because what kind of speech do you give when you guys – thank you guys so much for coming out and giving your time and your money to, the, to help find a cure for this incredible – this incredibly debilitating disease that my child – Almost. <laughs> I mean, my child doesn't have it. I'm very lucky. But, but like, you people, but, wow! But when you see, I it, feel so bad for you. If golf could make your child feel better, no, I will listen, play that. When, when, you, when you see the money though that they raised for these no, kids, no, I know it's, it's just like, funny. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> right? It, it, I almost know what you're going through. Okay, so, guys. <laughs> so, so anyway, so you know, Scott's a huge Republican. I mean, right. spoke oh, at the Republican National yeah, Convention. Yeah, yeah. He's so, out there now for that one. And then, like, the special guest speaker tonight is like. Kurt Schilling, like Kurt Schilling's coming. Also, really? Yeah, yeah. Trump, yeah. Trump's buddy. Yeah. Nice. Why, why, why you want to come and get some graphs? No. So, so, uh, so, so anyway, so I, but the part of me wants to do all my Trump jokes just to see what would happen because it's going to be all Republicans <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah. I don't know if it could go any worse than the last one. Then, yeah, that I don't. You're talking they keep about. bringing. That was the, the couple times ago. They keep bringing me back, and I keep getting cleaner and cleaner. The last one went really well, but then yesterday she was like, "Hey, do a whole different set than last time." And I'm like, that was the cleanest 30 minutes I had. You know, so I don't know what. Well, on the upside, though, your material isn't that memorable. So <laughs> they probably, you can do the <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm just playing, uh, man. You know I love your comedy. Uh, I'm just joking. I know. So, I'm just joking. Anyway, uh, Eeps, uh, you uh, big TV last week. You were all over TV. How's it going, man? It's going well, man. Um, I'm sorry I'm running on CPT today. No worries. <laughs> I'm glad you said it so we didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, but it was good. It was a whole lot of fun. It was fun to see Cyborg get an, uh, her second fight in the UFC. Um, there were some good fights on that card. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed being at the studio, calling the fights from the desk. Yeah. That's yeah. always a lot of fun, you know? Now, are you guys talking crap off camera and saying, you like, must be. and laughing and making jokes and just bust, and then all of a sudden it comes on and you guys are all proper? Is that what's going on? You know how it is. <laughs> that's how it is. You know, you know that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, the Fox, you know, morning football guys, same thing when the games are going on. Same thing. They're talking all kinds of shit about the coaches. Yeah, stuff. yeah. You got to know that's Yeah, but we're not talking crap about a lot of the fighters. Because, um, you know, that, that stuff is, most of that stuff up there is recorded. You don't want, oh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, want yeah, something yeah, yeah. to get out if you're, if you're, if you're messing oh, yeah, with people. Smart. But on top of that, I mean, it's Kenny and I. Um, so. Everybody up there that's an analyst has been in the octagon, so you know you're not going to talk. You're not going to talk anything you wouldn't say to someone's face. Right, 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 right. So it's all good. Uh, and Greg, how was your weekend? Oh, it was a good weekend. You saw the show. That was yeah. fun. That was a blast. Um, you know, and it was weird too because I wanted to do some blow. Uh, at that show because yeah. someone there someone that was there had some blows like you want to do a bump and everything in me of course was like fuck yeah I want to do a bump um, but cocaine throws off my timing yes Ky- cocaine is not good for my show it does it, and so I was like Greg you don't do the coke right you I was going to say it doesn't throw off John's timing <laughs> yeah but. no absolutely <laughs> <laughs> not at all it makes us faster yeah but for me it, you know for comedy it speeds things you know for me it makes things too fast and so uh, I was like, don't do the coke. Don't do the coke. And I'm like, Greg, come on, be a professional. Of course, my idea of professional is just getting drunk, not doing the coke. That's what a professional <laughs> is. So, <laughs> did, did you do the coke after the show? Well, of course, but before, but I didn't do it before the set, and then I wound up having that incredibly good set. 
And I felt like it was because I didn't do the coke. You don't need to do coke. You're already fucked up. Exactly. So I didn't do the coke. You've done enough coke where if, even if you're not on coke, you're on coke. Totally. Like, you're, I just scrape out my own sinuses and get high. Again. Yeah. It's totally fine. Dude, if you sat in a sauna for three hours, you might have, like, a reaction of where the coke would kick back in. Because well, I think we're body. pretty safe. Yeah. I really, not everybody has three hours for a sauna. That's why they okay. call you the stack guy. Okay, trust fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm kidding. So, so when my grandfather uh, left me the sauna... You know, I didn't realize you could use it to actually jerky human flesh. But in fact, you can. That's where I make all my human flesh jerky. Thank you, CB. I had yes. no idea. That's right. Uh, it's coming so, out. by the way. CB Gold's Gold's Jerky Gold yes, is by coming the way, out. Uh, it's all okay. dipped in gold, human flesh, steamed in my father's, my grandfather's sauna. Nice. Uh, so, CB, how was, <laughs> how was your weekend? Weekend was good. Watched all the fights. Yes. Um, got tattooed. Watched golf yesterday. No, what'd you get? Let's see uh-huh. it. Oh, the next thing. You did oh, you got family. Thing. Yeah. Uh, wow. Does no, that e- say 1957? 54. 54. And the other side says 51. And those are the year your parents were born? <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, watched the Tour Championship yesterday. Was really happy with Rory winning. And uh, was sad to see that Arnold Palmer passed away yesterday. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, but, but, but Gene Palmer, not Gene Palmer, Robert Duchesne, funny comic. He goes, uh, Arnold Palmer died. Died today. One and whole. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. But uh, it's pretty damn funny. Oh, by the way, you know what happened on Friday? I went to do this fundraiser event, and it was at a venue, a bar venue, where pre- the last show I did, I bombed. Right. It was a misery. And that, that could screw you up a little right. bit. Right. So I was in my head, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is your comeback fight. Like, you need to, you know what I mean? Like, something about that room defeated me. So I so I was really nervous going into it. And I was kind of, I was really mad. I'm like, Greg, this is a different show. You know what to do this time. Just keep it to bar jokes. Don't try and do anything pithy. Right. Just like just do straight up fucking cocaine, dick, fucking weed, whatever. Isn't that your, your act? It can be. <laughs> right. Go it on. Can be. <laughs> go on. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> go on. Um, like you, I've worked to develop a lot of other material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know to meet the need. So uh, so I went in there and I was like, luckily I wasn't closing. So I was like, perfect. As long as I'm not closing. Why? I'm right in the middle. Because, you know, the pressure's always on on the closer. I like, I like when you close. And, and so, well, I just felt for this venue. Yeah. I, I felt very fortunate to be in the, the middle slice. I'm going to crush a middle slice. Right. So I got out there. And sure enough, there, it was one of those things where, like, nobody sat in the front. Everybody sat two tables back. You know, that's where they started and went back from there. So it was a bit of a little disconnect with the energy. But once I got them going, I was like, okay, all right, that's right. I'm funny. I got it. And I was able to settle in and actually had a, de- a pretty good set. Nice. And I felt completely recovered. I can't believe you bombed at a bar. It's crazy. Oh, my God. I know. It was so bad. Where was this bar? It, it, was, uh, it was in Pico Rivera. Oh. And, you know, the Latino crowds, they love the Latino jokes. Yeah. And I asked the and question again. I don't really again. do Latino jokes. I have the question Even though again. I am Mexican. Was there mariachi music behind you? Yes, there was. The key, well, then, the, I, I, I found that the key, the key to a bar gigs were short jokes. You short, yeah, absolutely. Short jokes and dirty jokes. Yeah, people do not have an They like it. Just Sto- keep it sto- waist level. Shit jokes, big time. Stories do not work in yeah, bars, in shit, my opinion. Sex, unless you have a drugs, really nice... alcohol, all that bar shit. That works great in bars. So let's talk about some of the fights uh, that happened this weekend. Yeah. Uh, now, I like talking about comedy, man. It's, like a- <laughs> I know he... It's funny to me because I, I, I don't know how you guys get up there and everybody's like, oh, you used to fight and fighting. How do you get out there? And it's, that's, that doesn't mean anything to me. It's just like I don't care about everybody watching, just the guy in front of me. Yeah. But when you speak that's how in he front feels of somebody. When he has sex. <laughs> just the guy in front of me. <laughs> just the guy in front of me. <laughs> when you speak in front of a bunch of people, I mean, 
you have you're looking them in the eyes the whole time, and that scares the shit out of me, man. The good, the, yeah, there's a lot of similarities between fighting and comedy. The good thing about comedy is if you bomb, you have the next night or even the next show an hour later. Yeah, uh, a fight if you get knocked out sometimes you have to wait six months oh. that's six months you have to live with yourself unless you, you're on TV and you bomb on The Tonight Show or you bomb on Comedy Central or something where it's like you can't really get that back but normally a show you can get back the next night recent you know? history tells us you can bomb on an entire special and they hand you a sitcom <laughs> yeah so. that, that's true uh, now let's talk about Cyborg uh, Cyborg I understand what Joe Rogan's saying as far as we don't want 140 is just too much of a cut. She's a girl at 145. She's that good. Here's the problem. Uh, someone who follows Invicta, there are not that many girls at 145. There's like three girls. There's Megan, uh, Megan, Megan Anderson. There are those, those two girls, Julia Budd and the girls over at Bellator, right? Mar- uh, Marlos Kunin. Marlos I mean, Kunin. Like, There's know, Charmaine Tweed. There's, yeah, I mean, you got Tweed. Charmaine Tweed, uh, Amanda Bell couple other girls but yeah it is a very in terms of what they're talking about in terms of the the flyweight girls and the featherweight girls at 125 there is a plethora of talent around the world you know titan now has uh the 125 and the 125 in invicta is a big division 145 yeah and you know what with those three girls charmaine already lost to cyborg amanda bell lost to megan anderson so of course she's gonna she'd probably lose to cyborg and Megan, and that's Megan and Cyborg. If you watch Invicta, is the biggest one forty five fight there is right now. And I, and as much as I love Megan, I don't think she's ready for the for Cyborg. Uh, yeah, I don't think a lot of people are ready for her. But that's because she's ahead of the pack. She's she's well ahead of the pack. To build something though. You can build something around someone. Ronda was ahead of the game for a long time. I mean, we don't know if Holly could have beaten Ronda a year or two before she did, but that was a a thought in people's head that that was going to be the challenge for her. But at the same time, Holly was able to gain skills in her game, get better and get better. <clears throat> there are a lot of women that compete in combat sports outside of MMA that if you open that division in the UFC, there's no money in women for boxing. Uh, uh, Clarissa Shields, a yeah. girl who just won the gold medal. You know, She won a gold medal last uh, four years ago. She won the gold medal this time. There's, there's really nothing for her after that. There's, there's, there's not a whole lot of push behind her in boxing. But if she can learn some takedown defense, start training for MMA two, three years from now, she could be a challenge. Could Cyborg fight men? Honestly, at 145. Yes. <laughs> Wait, like, <laughs> legally? Or like, like, no. Would she actually, well, like, yeah, I was thinking about like, UFC going back to an Indian reservation. I'm talking about men like you or me. No, no. <laughs> no but how would she do in Bellator at 145? <laughs> oh, it's it's one of those situations where she is tough. She's an exception to the rule, but I don't know how how much of an exception she is when you when you take the highest level athletes, men or women, in any sport. When you put them in the same room, then you assume that the man is going to be stronger, faster, and better at the game. Uh, sh- Cyborg is is different. And it's possible that she could, but again, she's not going to be at the elite level. She can't compete against the elite men at 145, but she can compete probably against the garbage men <laughs> <laughs> and, some, and some of the guys in the UFC also. She can beat probably almost any guy that's not qualified to be in the UFC that has you MMA fights you at mean, 145. You really? Like, you think she could beat guys in Titan FC at 145? Some of those guys are exceptional. Also, they just haven't got the shot. But y- there are there some guys in Titan that I think she can beat? Yeah. I'm not going to call she any names, so? but 
I think it's possible. I mean, I think there's there's certain guys lower ranked on the Bellator 145 roster and even the UFC roster that she can you know, be. She's bigger. She's have you bigger. ever rolled with her? I have not rolled with her. I'm looking forward to doing that though. I want to train with her, and ex- I will have a much better idea of who she can compete with if I were to train with her, whether she beats me up or not. Have you ever rolled with a hot chick? Yeah. Is, is it weird? Like uh, sometimes, like uh, knowing that. It, it wasn't weird. It wasn't weird with my with my wife, but before that, it was. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Wait, 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 your wife trains. She trains, but she's her jujitsu is not good. She she's more of a kickboxer. kickboxer. I, I actually had, a, but her jujitsu is not good. One she's of my, more of a kickboxer. One of my first jujitsu classes was probably one of the most uncomfortable experiences I've ever had because. I was learning, and it was literally like my first or second day in gi jiu-jitsu. And I end up, we're doing armbar drills from mount with partners. And I get partnered up with the coach's girlfriend. And what they wanted me to do first time, of course, if you've done jiu-jitsu, you know this, is put your hands like on her che- on the chest and then try to roll and, and throw your legs over. And I'm like, uh, I, this is, I, like, I'm, I would have to put my hands on her Chest on her boobs. So and what did you do? Like, arm bar? Well, like an arm bar drill? Yeah, or like, the, like when you put your flat handed against the chest yeah. and then you kind of roll and grab the arm, throw yes. the legs over. So, CB, so how, super wait, uncomfortable. CB, how did, how did this turn out? Well, I've never put my hands on a pair of breasts that I didn't cut off. <laughs> Five minutes later, so it was, you know that was the hardest part was to not pull out my blade yes. and, and and slice them off and make delicious pepperoni slices. Oh, okay, wow, <laughs> well he has a knife on him right now. That's <laughs> clean, isn't it? Why do you have a knife, CB? I carry around a pocket knife. Why? It's open for titties. Protection, whatever I need. Yeah, but have, but I've never stabbed anybody. Or I know. It like opens that. up whatever he needs. Didn't you just hear that? <laughs> he opens up uh, girls, cats, chickens, and the occasional I actually, postal service I actually worker. took the uh, pickup line from Tanya, but it hasn't worked that well what for me. That? I got a knife and some fingers. One of them's going in you tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> Tanya told us that. You don't remember that yeah, Tanya used that but, that pickup line? Oh except my. it's with a girl to a girl. It works a lot better. I was better gonna than say me. yeah, it's, it works a little bit better when you're Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I got a solution to your problem with with uh, doing a spinning armbar drill with a woman, though. The arm that you're attacking. Have her put the other arm that you're not attacking across her boobs. <laughs> that's that's oh. actually a good idea. Put your hands on her hand. I just don't train with the gi anymore, so I haven't had that issue in a long time. Yeah. I, I don't use all. that technique. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah. You can do that. Super uncomfortable. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> all right, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, I, my, like my, my little brother, Max, who I love, calls me up. He's like, dude, I have a feeling Lena's going to win tonight. I'm like, I'm like, why? I'm like, she's not going to win. He's, yeah. like, he's like, no, man, Cyborg's weight cut went terrible. And a part of me thinks that, like, yes, that was a horrible weight cut, but they're also putting it out there for everyone to see, right? Which makes me kind of make it sound like it might be more of a competition. Yeah, and I think that was actually good for betters because I mean, you're like, oh, this is a terrible weight cut. But do you not think that Cyborg's going to rehydrate and gain forty pounds overnight and just come out there like a fucking bull and pounce on her? That's what happens every <laughs> single time. Yeah, she was saying that her her strategy was to possibly weather the storm. That's a tough storm That's to weather. Bad though. <laughs> I mean, when when has that really ever worked? Uh, weathering against a guy like Anthony Johnson. I mean, except for Ali Foreman, but that was in round like seven. You yeah. know, there's only yeah. you only get three or five rounds in MMA. Weathering storms is probably not yeah, a good it's strategy. A long round at five minutes. Yeah, I think you know? Lena Landsberg just just uh, delayed the inevitable. I mean, she got the clinch. She was holding her up. She was trying to land, but I'm like. If Cyborg gets loose, she throws one hand. And, I mean, I was surprised that Lena didn't get knocked out on the feet. But 
Cyborg was taking her down. I'm like, this is new. I haven't seen this one in a it while. It seems that every girl, when they get hit by a cyborg, they do this thing where they turn away. And they go, get me the fuck out yeah, of here. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Of but, course. But, I felt, I honestly felt Cyborg was enjoying it and kept it going. Yeah. She right? Did, she did have a smile on her right? face. Right? There was right? a smile did, that flashed yeah, yeah. where she's like, this is great. <laughs> and what would happen, because when she would get, start getting landing the punches in the face, she would let up just long enough for the girl kind of collect herself again and then go back, because she would sense the ref coming you know, she knew. Yeah. I, I felt like she said he's about to call it, and she would let up for a second because I really, honestly felt she was enjoying, genuinely enjoying <laughs> beating the shit out of this girl. She enjoyed the clinches. Like, okay, this will buy you some time. Okay, it's like okay. A, it's like a chick giving you head and knowing you're about to come, and then she stops and starts talking to you. You never. I've had that before. Or like, hey, or ask you, you what you want for your hey, birthday. Yeah, what do you want for your birthday? Or, and then they go back, and you know, then yeah, they, you just do what I do. You say, hey, no one's paying you to talk. <laughs> Have you ever been to a hooker before? What's that? You ever been to a hooker? Of course. Why? Because I'm a man. <laughs> Are you fucking cuckoo? Haven't you ever been to a hooker? No. You've never even paid for a hand job? No. Well, then you're a better person than me or a big fat fucking liar. I want to get a fucking that polygraph in here right now and we'll all polygraph whether or not we've at least paid for a handy because I think we're all going to fail that test. <laughs> All right, let's let's go. <laughs> I, I will say about Cyborg real quick before you move on from that subject. There is a girl. She fought that. I girl paid I someone that looked just like Cyborg to uh, eat my ass for thirty minutes, but she would only do it after I'd taken a swim. Dude, there was a chick so. in Vegas that used to love eating my ass. Oh, that's so weird. And uh, like she went right to it. Like she went right to it. Some girls are nasty. And, like that. and, and one time I was like. I, I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm really... And then I heard her hurling in the bathroom afterwards. And I'm like, I don't... Oh, what? Oh, yeah. my God. I'm like, I don't really think I was that clean. Like, like, What do you think? You made her vomit. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, like, so, But like, that, that, that's her fetish. Like, she has like an eating ass fetish. And that's the thing. You wonder who... Okay, do they, do they fantasize about eating ass? Are they like... I want it, or is it something that happens one time? And they're like, "Oh my god, I got to do that." I get like, I didn't realize it about myself, but I love to eat fucking chocolate donuts. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Have you ever had a girl eat your ass for? No, oh. no. But you ever eat a girl's ass? No. Oh, why not? Because no. That you got to do. No, I keep kosher. <laughs> I've eaten girls' asses. Yeah, of course, Asian girls I'm especially. Eats you. <laughs> look at this! Look at that smile! Look at this! Like I gotta come stop cutting I'm, all this. Mic. I'm married, man. I gotta, I gotta keep my inf- my um right. Yeah, yeah. But you, between you, the sheets, information under wraps. Well, obviously not with your wife. We're not talking about your wife. She's a classy <laughs> lady. Yeah. What we're talking about is the whores before her. <laughs> I, I don't know how to answer that question. Other than, <laughs> I mean, you, you see the look on my face, right? So you, you know yeah. what's happened in my our life. Our viewers uh, don't, or our listeners don't. But, yeah. All right. So um, uh, yeah. So there's one person <laughs> he's smiling I see, really broadly, right? Now. Like like, like what Evas was talking about of bringing these girls from different um, combat sports over the Muay Thai fight that Cyborg lost against that girl. I think Jorina Bears, Jorina yeah. Bars. I would like to see her come over and do a rematch in MMA and see how that would go. I don't know how good that will go though because her MMA. 
MMA record is like one in four. Really? One in Jordan I just want to see the rematch yeah. because they had that Muay Thai fight and everybody's what like, someone got killed by that Muay Thai fighter. I'm like, number one, she was one of the best in the world and it wasn't MMA. It was just strictly right. Muay Thai. One in four? What is she, one of the four horsewomen? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's the girl that they brought in with the two weeks experience a while ago. That's right. Yeah, you were talking yeah, about yeah. that actually got another fight. You're like, oh, we've been training two years. Let's bring her in. Let's bring she her got back. another fight. Talk Danielle up. Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So speaking of the fights last week, so the Roy Nelson fight, Bigfoot Silva, <laughs> I was actually impressed by Bigfoot the first round because I thought he was going to go down. He went down on a Stefan Struve jab. Uh, yeah. I, I thought he, he took a lot of Roy's big punches, which is yeah. maybe, maybe he didn't expect it from Struve and he expected it from Roy. It lasted longer than I expected. Me too. But then Roy afterwards didn't like the fact that it wasn't stopped in time and kicked the ref in the ass, uh, Big John. Yeah. Big John, I know him personally, is one of the coolest, nicest, yep. fairest guys I've ever met. And Roy, you can't go around kicking refs in the ass. Uh, <laughs> it sets a really bad precedent. And I expect a fine. Yeah, of course, and when you if you when they showed it in the replay, because then you got to see, okay, did he wait too long? He maybe could have stopped it one punch earlier, maybe. But I thought it was, there wasn't that much extra time between him going down and him looking like he was actually incapacitated. Eves, yeah, it was it was. You think of Jason High, yeah, who who got cut yeah. for yeah. not really kicking the ref in the ass, but um. Big John is is a good ref. He's been there since the beginning. He knows what he's doing. And you, I mean, you've seen guys get hit, get hit again and wake back up. Bigfoot wasn't obviously out. The fight wasn't obviously over. And if Roy would have walked away, it's not, it wasn't a Mark Hunt walk-off knockout. If Mark would have walked, I'm sorry, if Roy would have walked away, Pizal could have gotten back up and continued to fight, I think. I think Big John did the right thing and made him finish the fight. Like, you have to finish fights. I'm sorry if the guy's your friend. He's my friend, too, but yeah. so that's the way it goes. And Roy was the only guy. I remember the award show a couple of years ago. Roy was such a jerk to me. Like I was giving him his like lines, and the lines weren't the funniest lines in the world uh, because, because they said that, we, whatever, we had to be, we don't want to right. offend anybody, and that we had to rewrite it seven times. And Roy's like, I'm funnier than you. Uh, you're a comedian. I should be a comedian. So finally, I, I was like, all right, Roy, you're so funny. Oh, why don't you open up for me this week at the L.A. Comedy Club? I'll, I'll make it happen, right? Uh, so then he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Of course. So then I called the L.A. Comedy Club. Roy called the club to see if he really was on the bill. They said, sure. And then at the last minute, Roy was like, oh, uh, I, I have something to do that night. I, I like, can't make it down. I'm like, but you called the club. He's like, someone else called the club. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like nobody call. else. Someone else called the club. I'm like nobody else was in the room but me or you. Who else would possibly know? So that so Roy never came down to do to do his set, and and, and then but since then we've like made up and yada yada yada. But he's he's sometimes he's difficult to work with. I know as far he's as not like, the most fan friendly either he, at like, all. Yeah, he could. Be. I wouldn't imagine he would be. He's he's. I've met him many times. There was a there was a private signing somewhere that he was doing, and even there, and it was like. It was like pulling teeth, trying to just even talk to him. He's just like, yeah. I mean, and to think that you can kick the ref, you just you can't kick a ref if you don't like the call after you win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, look, while I watch Roy Nelson fight every single time, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Roy Nelson's in the octagon. I'm putting on TV. Yeah. So, but are you watching because you want to see him get knocked? Uh, see when he gets knocked out again, or are you just watching because you like how he fights? I think it's a combination of somebody who just can't believe that this guy's a real fighter <laughs> and, and, and how much power he has and how unathletic he looks, but how athletic he is. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just, it's it a, seems like you could just attack his stomach all day. 
and they would eventually get to him, but it doesn't. Like, I've seen him take huge shots to the stomach, and you think, nothing. His chin, too. He might have the best chin in MMA history. Yeah. I remember, though, on The Ultimate Fighter, Dana White saying, uh, Roy Nelson's very impressed with himself this year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, uh, it was it's so funny. Well, Dana's one of the guys that is, has always said, you know, he's one of the worst to deal with. Like, even, with, even for Dana, and I know Dana's got problems with a lot of people and whatnot, but he said, Roy is one of the toughest to deal with. I hate it. Like, it's, it's the worst. And you know what? It seems like it's across the board that he's just a tough character. I do feel like, I, ho- I hope he doesn't get cut. I never want to see a guy lose his job. But it would be fun to see him in Bellator because of how, like, the WWE element, they seem to make it. And he's such a perfect character, you know? Like, uh, Roy Nelson versus Mitrione, too. Would be a good fight. Roy Nelson knocked out Czech Congo. I would almost think that he might be the champ at Bellator. Uh, I, th- I think he could. Yeah, I They're think so, too. They're talking about a four-man tournament coming up for the heavyweight title in Bellator. Really? Uh, Bobby Lashley told me that last week. And um, he said, you know, he after— He told you that or you heard him say it while <laughs> no, you were he t- he told inserted me. in one of his crevices? No, he told me. Um, <laughs> and he said, you know, after I fight Eric Pelt uh, soon— they're, they're looking at a four-man tournament for the heavyweight championship of Bellator. And that would be fun. It, it would be. I mean, you got Congo, Mitrione, Bobby Lashley if he wins. And, you know, Roy would be nice. I don't think Roy's – he's not going to get cut. And I don't think Pays he's out might, though. Pays out, yeah. That, that's definite possibility. Oh, yeah. He's on a three- or four-fight loss streak right yeah. now. Roy, Roy um, Nelson, Bobby Lashley <laughs> would be hilarious. Because you have one guy <laughs> that looks like – the most like the, the, like the Hulk, like an Adonis, Adonis, and the other guy looks like you know Duck Dynasty, the, the Kool Aid guy, yeah, <laughs> Duck Dynasty. Uh, but I would say Roy would be the favorite. Yeah, he, to he has to, his skill level has to be higher in MMA. Bobby can wrestle. Bobby's a big, strong guy, but his submission game and his striking what game is isn't about on Bobby? You look at Bobby Lashley and you think this guy has it all, even with the wrestling credentials, and then he goes in there and he sometimes wins. He he loses to like James Thompson and other guys. But he, he lost to Chad Griggs in, in uh, Strike Force. But there's a long something time about ago. him that just doesn't resonate with the fans. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Bobby does well to taking shots. You know, that's when things change for him. When he gets hit, the game changes. When he's not in control, he, he can be the hammer, but it's harder for him to be the nail. Is he your old teammate? Yeah, he is. How is he in practice and stuff? He works hard. You know, he works real hard. Um, He's an athlete, though, and I think sometimes guys come in with this, they have this pedigree already, and they, they want to lean towards that, and they don't really want to spread their wings and try to pick up other skills. Yep, yep, yep. That makes total sense. Uh, now, uh, I know other, girls that are like that. Uh, now, I got to say, uh, <laughs> really? They're like, what kind of girls? Don't want to spread their wings, uh, try something new. <laughs> now, do you, you and your fiancé do anal at all, or no? No, of course not. She's, Never? She's a princess. Never once? Do you and your fiancé do anal? No. Well, there you go, then. We joke about it, but we never actually did it. Yeah, no. It's not, yeah. Why oh. would I, I do that to whores. I don't do that to my wife. <laughs> really? What, are you crazy? Hmm. Jesus. All right. Okay. No, listen. You, oh, but you don't pay. Oh, no. You don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So eventually, you're going to have to do it to poor Bree. Poor Bree's going to have to, because you don't pay. So, you know. Uh, we'll just leave that right there. You guys chime in on Twitter. Will <laughs> do, not, do not chime in on Twitter. <laughs> do not chime in that on Twitter. Or Will, not, now they're going to. Will, <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see how many people 
to chime in on whether or not Adam will eventually pay for anal. That's going to be good. I'm on a big... I've done anal before. <laughs> With enough tips, maybe. So, done, yeah, yeah. You guys, let's make this happen. Tip the show so that Adam can enjoy anal. I've done it's... anal before twice with girls once by accident just like we were doing doggy style and, yeah. I, and then I just went to the wrong hole you know um, good work how loose is her ass though wait wait I, <laughs> I, I, I have a story I was like I was a kid I was a kid. I was seriously. I'm. Wait like, a minute. What kind of story is this? <laughs> oh boy! That's too many. Uh, get out the clippers. I don't know if we can air this. All right, go on. So, I skip school and I'm hanging out with my girlfriend. Uh, I'm a senior in high school. My girlfriend's a senior, and I just remember she's on top, and I just remember her leaning over, whispering in my ear, "That shit hurt," and and that was it. That yeah, was, and later I found out that it was it was the wrong it was you the wrong hole. Butt. Yeah, it wow. wasn't it wasn't my fault. It was her fault. Nice. Now, did we, you were in a rubber or no? Yeah. So now, when you took it out, was it all brown? Uh, well, your dick's brown anyway. So just. <laughs> yeah, I guess I couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. couldn't see. He was like, he was like, did I forget to put on the condom? <laughs> oh no, it's on there. Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. When did I get dick stripes? Uh, I gotta say, over the weekend, rising. Uh, happened. I don't know if you watched Horizon. I didn't watch the whole show. Uh, I, I I was on at two o'clock in the morning. I got back from. I tried to watch it. I watched uh, Darren Krushchank look look great. Uh, won his fight against a really good kickboxer, smart wrestler. Took him down. Couldn't get him out. Uh, my boy, my my uh, my girl, uh, Ky- Kyla Batera. Oh, uh, Magwai. Yeah, Magwai lost. Uh, but one of a good fight though. And went up a weight class. You know, one hundred five to one fifteen. However, the star of the show. Was Crazy Horse. Uh, I, I sent you the yes, clip. Yes, yes. That dude, first of all, he's, his record is 30 and 29, and he fought a guy that was 0 and 0. I don't know who would sanction that fight. Japan. Uh, Japan. Yeah. I, I guess. I <laughs> guess why they went over there. I guess if his last name's Kimura, they figured he knew. I mean, if your last name is a move, they just. Uh, <laughs> but um, so he went out there. And one, first, the whole time, if you guys know the backstory, him and Vanderlei Silva, allegedly he was, he was gotten to a fight backstage, right? At a Pride, yeah. At a Pride shockwave. Oh. Uh, it was like, a, who, who's he fighting against? I don't remember who, who uh, Crazy Horse fought. Crazy Horse was fight. fighting someone backstage, and they were giving him instructions. And Crazy Horse was winning the fight. The whole Brazilian shoot-off camp was there. And then uh, the guy put Crazy Horse in a, in a triangle. triangle in a street fight. And supposedly Crazy Horse went out. And then got up, and Vanderlei Silva was standing there, and the word is Crazy Horse took a swing, knocked out Vanderlei, knocked him out cold, and, th- and then uh, w- he went on and fought that night, right? Now, that's, that's the rumor, because, wow. because there is a tape, and there's a, the, the, the tape skips to when he gets up. Supposedly, the Brazilians didn't put the tape out. I think it was Arona, right? Was it an Arona? It was Arona. He got triangle after he, uh, wasn't it the triangle after he dropped? Was it after Vanderlei? or before? Yeah, because they put him to sleep in the triangle, yeah, too. Yeah, okay. Was so it was Arona? Was Could it, it have been a Cristiano Marcelo? I think it was Marcelo. I think yeah, it was Cristiano a smaller Marcelo. guy that, that, that choked Marcelo. him out. Okay, so now... Now it's, uh, now it's 10 years later, right? And Crazy Horse is fighting, and Vanderlei is in the corner of this guy, Kimura. And the whole time, Crazy Horse is talking to the camera, saying, you remember what happened? You, you remember? Somebody called him, like, the oh, dirty bastard of MMA, which is a very, very good analogy, right? So then he goes out there, knocks this dude out in six seconds, does, like, five flips, and, and, then, and then starts simulating jerking off. 
and, it, and it finally calls himself the N word and and like and like runs out of the ring. It was one of the most entertaining six minutes in the history of any sport. He takes the mic away from the from the from the announcer, lays down in the ring. And does his post-fight interview laying down. Yeah, while jerking. Wow. While pretending he's jerked off. It was crazy. Now, I, I remember Crazy Horse. The first time I watched him was when he knocked out KJ Noons. Uh, and that was a, a huge, I mean, that was huge. The dude, uh, I think he went on like an eight-fight losing streak for a while. It seems like he's one of those dudes that if he's in the gym, has unlimited potential, but doesn't seem to really, I think he's been arrested supposedly 12 or 13 times. You know, he's had some issues in his life. He's, uh, he's the guy that, that you will see outside of the convenience store. If, if MMA didn't exist, Crazy Horse would be the guy that you would see outside of the convenience store that you don't know if he's high on drugs or if he's really crazy. Crazy, but as soon as somebody pops off at him, he will knock them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's yeah. dangerous. Uh, but I, I so the I, lesson here is: don't confront the crazy guy <laughs> outside Seven <laughs> Eleven. He might be an MMA master. So Ryzen's happening. So now Crow Cop won his fight. So now he's fighting Vanderlei uh, December 29th uh, in Ryzen. Um, Gabby Garcia won her fight. Uh, she weighed two forty. Oh. She weighed, I think, uh, 245. She's, uh, she's a How would she do against Cyborg? Well, With first, the they're friends. Difference. They're friends. They've trained together. Cyborg helped her prepare they for the her same first Ryzen fight. <laughs> um, you know, I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> Number one, it'd have to be an open weight. Um, yeah. Cyborg on the feet will destroy her, but if Gabby gets to the ground, you're not matching Gabby's jiu-jitsu. Now, yeah. you, said you, would love, you said you would love to bang I didn't Gabby. say love. I said I would. You would and I've Gabby. said this since the first episode I've been on this show, which was January now, 12th. Now, why would year. you bang Gabby? <clears throat> I don't know. I think naked jiu-jitsu would be kind of fun. She would kill you. You wouldn't be able to get one sweep. You would get I, I, would, I don't want to sweep. If she was on top, fuck yeah, I don't have to do shit. Oh, man. I don't, she would murder you, CB. It's like you and Gabby Garcia, <laughs> you and Caitlyn Jenner. You guys so what's yours? So what's yours? Speaking of which. You got to Yeah, don't lie. Did you see the meme of you, Cyborg, uh, and Caitlyn Jenner that Joe Jaggy made? Yeah. Is it new? Was it today? It came no, out it was the other day. Yesterday. It I was, was very involved in football yesterday, so was, I didn't look at the Twitter. Yeah, that, you're, it, you're blowing Caitlyn Jenner, and you're taking <laughs> it in the ass from Cyborg. <laughs> And it's not even like he even covered the I didn't things. even want to so... fucking... Yeah, I didn't want to retweet it because I, I, I was retweet like... It. I couldn't retweet it's it. It's too I, filthy. I looked at Way it. Way to go, Jaggy. You finally crossed the line. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, there it is. Ooh, that's brutal. I looked and at it. And yours with the dick pic, yeah. that was a little much, too. Well, like, that's actually real size. Yeah, uh, but, okay. Well, Joe, Joe's been going a little crazy, and we're not talking about Joe Perez <laughs> here. And why do we have a bunch of hypodermic needles? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I get the rest it's of to it. Satisfy, no, he redid it to satisfy Joe, because he's used to girls with needles. <laughs> oh, with needles. So now you got to put Joe's head in if there are needles. Although I gotta tell you though, Caitlin looks pretty good. Like this one, <laughs> that picture, that's like, like this one of uh, Joe's a, girlfriend. That's awesome. I would have retweeted that. She's got a vegan burger. Sure. A garden burger. That's great. Oh. <laughs> Joe hey. went on a rampage this weekend. It was fucking hilarious. Dude, no shit. Joe was your Jay. wife out of town or something? <laughs> you know, well, I met Joe in Cleveland. He looks like the most normal, nicest guy. <laughs> or I got I, a pic yeah, with the fucking I know, actor. I know. We, we did a show. I did a show, and there was this crazy-looking guy who I thought was Joe Jaggy. And the whole time on the stage, I'm like, hey, Joe, thanks for coming, right? 
I get off. It's this nerdy guy with glasses with like a very pretty girlfriend who looks like she's annoyed at the fact that he's spending his time doing this. <laughs> you know, like she gave us. You ever meet the, one of those girlfriends, Greg? Yeah. After a show where the girl's upset that the boy, the boyfriend's laughing at you, I get that a lot. I'm sure you meet that, right? As a fighter, you meet like the girlfriend of the guy who's a big fan of yours, yeah. and she's pissed that he's taking your, her time. Yeah, yeah. She's she's sitting there. She's got that look on her face, you know. And yeah, you hate that shit. <laughs> You're like, why are you why are you with her? Yeah, why are you? There's with so many other ones out there. Exactly. Uh, I get that a lot. Now uh, we'll talk about Invicta for a second. Um, you know, it's crazy because. I was going to put some bets on Invicta because, you know, I think I know women fighting. I think, I think as far as women fighting, I could, I'm usually 19 for 20 uh, so far on bets. It's easier to call the girls than the guys because usually I think there's a, you know, the, I feel like the guys are a little bit more, uh, not, all, as, not all of them, but a lot of them are more, it's just closer. You know, a lot of times. Yeah. A lot well, of times there's the, a lot more guys. A lot of times the three versus nine girl, it's a huge disparity yeah. versus the three versus nine guy. You know, you got you know, or you get Matt Brown versus Jake Ellenberger. You get like that. You don't see a lot of that. Working to Neil Magny, right? Exactly. Eddie Alvarez and RDA. My favorite, Jimmy Rivera. Exactly. Right. Where, but Invicta. So Tiffany Timebomb came over, and I was like, Tiffany Timebomb, champion and lion. She's they're they're gonna build her up. They they gave her a college wrestler, her first MMA fight. A marine. A marine college wrestler. Which not the girl you want to fight in your first MMA fight coming over from kickboxing. And what do you think happened? She took her right down. Took her down. Multiple times. Multiple times. Choked her out. And I don't know. I, I think it's, you know, whose fault is this? It's, number one, it's Tiffany Timebomb's fault. You got to be prepared. Okay. But Ma- matchmaking. The matchmaking and the manager. The manager of Tiffany Timebomb, when they offer you a girl, it's... I think it's your job to go, well, look, no, we don't want this as our first fight. Uh, we look, we see college wrestling. Fucking, first of all, there's nine colleges in the country that have women wrestling. And there may, maybe 11. So if you're a female wrestler in college, you really want to wrestle, okay? And you're going to those colleges for wrestling. It, like, it's yeah. not like guy wrestling and so where you could walk on. You can't really walk on to a female wrestler. It's like, so... A female wrestler in college is going to have an advantage in MMA, yeah. uh, when women's MMA especially. You got the Carla Esparza. I'm looking at a female wrestler in college. You got the ones off, the, off my head are Carla Esparza, Ashley Evans-Smith. Uh, I think McMahon. Sarah McMahon. Uh, Tanya Evinger. Sarah's probably the highest level. And I think Misha yeah. Tate wanted to wrestle but then couldn't, so Caraway trained her or whatever. So those girls are going to win a majority of their M- women's MMA fights because they're going to have a huge advantage. I mean, right? Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Um, wrestling dictates where the fight's going to happen. That's why everybody says it's the best base to start with. And if you're a pure kickboxer, you're used to getting into the clinch. You're used to those tie-ups, but you're not used to fighting hips in the same fashion. So that's a bad fight for anybody that's, that doesn't have their wrestling experience. A wrestler is going to take them down just by touching them. And that's what happened. I mean, Tiffany time up every time I threw a kick, got taken down. And uh, it was rough. Now, as far as Roxanne Modafari was in the finals, I was in the, the championship. She oh, she almost pulled it off. I was I was rooting for her. I was rooting for her. It was you two know, and two going. Everybody the roots for Roxanne, man. She's a sweetheart. And yeah. you, you got to think about how good Roxanne could have been. Or I mean, she's still great. But if she would have went to John Woods thing a little earlier in her career uh, and not, you know, I mean, she could have done better Japan. on the Ultimate Fighter too. If she yeah. was, she was a. Uh, 
with him before. And uh, but and then the other girl who I wanted to win was uh, Jin Frey. Jin Frey, who uh, might have won, but her got stopped on uh, our yeah. cuts. I mean, you know, you look at that cut, and then you see Paul Felder the next night, who literally you could talk with how big that cut was, and they're comparing it to you know Marvin Eastman and Diego Sanchez's those kind of cuts. I was looking at Jin Frey's. I'm like, yeah, it's bad, but it's kind of on the side, and depending on like maybe let her go a little bit longer. Let it, you know, because it wasn't going directly in the eye. Felder's was right on the eyebrow. I would have let it go a little bit longer. I know I'm not a ref, but it seemed like it was an early stoppage in terms of the cut, and she was beating. She she almost beat Hamasaki in the first. Yeah. Had her mounted, raining down on her. I wanted to see it go on a little longer. Do you think there's a double standard for, for women in MMA? Like, do you think that fight was stopped because it was women rather than if, if, that, was, if that was a man and the cut was where it was, would the fight be stopped? I think there's a good possibility that it wouldn't. I think I think, I think as a I think even though you, think you try scared. not to, but you, as a guy ref, you see a 105 pound girl with a cut taking up half her her face, yeah. and versus you see a 185 pound guy with a cut, you're like, eh, you, you know. Now Paul Felder though, when, when I I think I watched him fight uh, when he knocked out um, Castillo. Castillo, I was like, this dude's, and for some reason. Not that he's a bad fighter, he's an amazing fighter, but he just can't seem to get over that hump. He's plateaued a little bit. Of, uh, of that next level. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, do you think, what do you think it is? I think it has to do with his aggression. Uh, he puts pressure on you and he is aggressive, but that doesn't reflect in the volume of, of his output. You know, he's in your face. But he's also just kind of standing in your face. He's not putting pressure on you. He's not throwing a whole lot of shots. He's not doing a lot of damage and not causing you problems, causing you have to react and, and give him, creating openings for himself. He created those openings with Castillo for those spins and whatnot. Um, there are guys that are looking out for that now, and he's not putting more pressure on guys with his strikes. He's dangerous. He hits very hard. So if he's throwing these shots at you, and if, if you're checking his leg kicks, throw those kicks to the body. You're not going to check those. You're not going to be able to stop those kicks. You have to block them. That's going to wear on the arms. Kind of slow guys down. Let him get more opportunities to throw punches and, and, and get on the inside, do damage from the clinch and stuff like that. I think that's what he need, should be doing. I like Paul Feld. I really wanted him to win that fight. There's this, here's this thing. There's, there's guys that I have even like a tertiary relationship with, when I pick them on television, they lose. So I started picking against them. Really? In hopes that he would win that fight. Oh, come hey, on. Greg, wow. this, this sounds just like your life. But he, 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 got, he got cut and it didn't happen. Fortunately, I, I think I won in the, in the count, fight count over Kenny because of that fight. But still, it was, I wanted Felder to win that fight, so I picked against him. I will say in that fight, you know, Francisco Trinaldo's, a hell of a competitor. He continues to get better yep. and better. Yep. He's won Every six fight. in a row now, right? He's, Seven. He's, he's been very good. When he first started, it was mostly just takedowns and kind of work for a submission, but not really like go crazy. Now he's working on striking. He's getting guys cut. He's got TKOs. I mean, Masaranduba is, is an amazing talent and a great up-and-comer from Brazil. And when he was on uh, Tough Brazil, people were like, this guy, he's nothing, and he can't cut that much. And... You know, he's cutting a lot of weight, but he is definitely improving every time. He's going to be a tough out for anyone. And Felder, that's kind of his kryptonite a little bit because Trinaldo can get under you, get the legs out from under you. And when you think he's going for a takedown, throw a quick shot, bust you open, and shit yeah. happens, unfortunately. Now, uh, let's talk about the fights this weekend. 
Uh, John Lineker versus John Dodson. Oh, this is the Portland card, right? Yeah, it's the I Portland card. I wait for this fucking card. Uh, man, who I want to win. John Dotson. Uh, John Dotson is one of my favorite people in life. You know, he's, yeah. a, he's a guy that's always yeah. like, make fun of me, make fun of me. And he's a good sport. He's a, he's a great fighter. I liked him on The Ultimate Fighter. He, he's, he's, got a, you know, he's, got a, he's a father, he's got a cute girlfriend or wife, whatever. It's just something about John Dotson. That you, you, it's almost like it's impossible to not like this dude. Is it because he's snack-sized? Yeah, <laughs> that too. You can fit him in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's something like I don't know. If I'm, as a wrestler, he reminds me of, my, of the middle school kids I coach. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but but I, I there's something about John Dodson that is very very likable. John Lineker, on the other hand, you know, you can't stand him. No, he just keeps missing weight. <laughs> yeah, he comes in. Well, he missed weight at 125. A okay, but he still but he kept. But he kept coming in overweight, which you know, one time, twice. It was like three or four times. So you feel the same way about Gastelum? No, because he's my no. friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but that, I mean, I don't have any beef with Gaslam, but I feel that way about him. I don't really know him, but that's how I feel about him. And missing weight so many times, it's just like, yeah, I don't, like, you're going to have to do a lot to get me back on your team. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I understand that. But even, with, like, okay, so that being said, I want John Dodson to win. Yeah. And, I, and I'm probably going to bet on John Dodson. Uh, but John Lineker hits so fucking hard. Uh, but don't they both? Yes. Who has the better chin, though? I, I do worry that John Dodson likes to get hit for some reason. I mean, when Demetrius Johnson was punching him in the face, Dodson was laughing. Uh, and, and there's something wrong with him. And, and, if, he, and if he does <laughs> in a this... In good way. In a good way. But I feel like if he does this against this guy, he's going to be out. Yeah. Um, so does he have the maturity... Because, I mean, John Lineker lost to that, that green hair guy. What's his name? The Louis, uh, Louis Godinot? Yeah, Godinot beat John Lineker. I mean, and I, I, that was very early, though. Very long ago, sure. I, my heart is going with John Dodson in this fight. Eves? I have to go with Dodson on this one also. Um, he's, yeah, he's lost a couple of fights. He has that childish attitude in there as far as playful. You know, he's playful in there. But he has that experience. He's had that championship experience. He's been in there for a while. And he's, he's one of these guys that's supposed to kind of take over ultimately at, at Greg Jackson's and Winkle John's. So I think, I think he's going to be a little more mature in the fight itself, even though he has that playful style. I think he's going to do well. In this he's fight. honest, too. Like, I asked him about John Jones. He's like, he's like, oh, I don't talk with John Jones. Yeah. Like, uh, he, he's His best friend in the gym, though, was Arlovsky, and he loves training with him. I'm like, that couldn't, that's like, you know, that movie My Giant with George Mirasan yeah. and Billy Crystal. You're like, <laughs> it's like Master Blaster. Yeah. You're and staring I, up in the air, and you're like, what am I going to do with this dude? And Arlovsky would just be like, ding. And I, I, knew, I knew a girl that like, had problems at that gym with people, and Dotson, he, he was the only one nice to her. Like, he just seems like a nice. Yeah. He's always dude. friendly. He's fan friendly. I've never heard one person. In my entire like career of graphing, or just meet, what with fighters that John Dodson treated somebody poorly. It's it's weird, man. Never. John and and I know they're rivals, and they were rivals at the Say time. Career of graphing is that what? It is? Yeah. Career of graphing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So weird to hear those words so close. Yeah. Together. What is this graphing career? Yeah, well, no comment. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 we were uh, doing the the some of the motion caption stuff, yeah. or just the pictures for the motion capture for the game. And him and DJ were together at the time. They were rivals already at the time, but the way they interact, man, it's as a fighter, it was even weird to me. 
because he was still so playful with this guy who just beaten him, and and, yeah. and they're still they're still happy and they're still having fun. I like John. He has a good energy about him. He's a good person, man. I, I want to see him for do well. All the reasons <laughs> you guys just said. Totally, he's too nice. No, I don't he, believe in he's nice, nice no, but no. he he wants to knock you out. Okay. I mean, look I at what he, he did to Dillashaw. At the end of the first round, Lineker wins it. Really? Yep. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, I do have too. a fear of that happening. But I feel like he's Spider-Man, though. Lineker's just going to be meaner. He's just going to be meaner and survive. It'll catch him one good one, and that'll be that. I want the athleticism to play, take take a big part of this one. I think he's more dynamic. You know, Lineker is, is the power guy. He's the, he's the tank. Who's, who's think, the favorite on this, you know? It's, it, I think it has to be Dodson. I mean, in my opinion, like, here's the thing that plays into it. Lineker has the power, for sure. Moved it's up a weight class. Couldn't make, couldn't make 125 anymore. Dodson said, if I got a shot against Demetrius, I would go back down in a heartbeat. So he has the endurance and the determination to get back down if he had to. This is a five-round fight. Lineker, this is like Nunez-Tate. If Lineker can finish it in the first two, yeah, he'll finish it, like, done. But if it gets to, like, midway through the second, third, fourth, fifth, Dodson's been in him. Dodson's been in five I, rounds I, before. I hear you. I, 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 I like Dodson. that analogy. Of, and he's uh, fa- Dodson's yeah. faster. He's more technical. He walks around at 160, which is crazy. You know, he he's might... Like four foot eight. After yeah. fighting over, he might be like, uh, uh, what's that? They just made a, a movie about him, The Boxer. Uh, oh, Hands of, of stone? No, hands of stone. Oh, he might be like Durant. He might be like. I don't think he'll get that way. But you, you said there's a, a lot of guys get like that. You know, Rafael Cordero used to fight at 154 pounds. Wow. You know, he fought Ruben Asato at 154 pounds. A lot. A lot of guys get. A lot of wrestlers a lot of guys get that get way. Big. You know, I was told that it was going to happen to me, and just because they, I was somebody said that to me, I'm like, no, screw you. That's not. Well, happening. now you and Dean are being less and less recognizable because, uh, you know. <laughs> by the way, there was a lot. Of, a lot of the fans love calling you Dean Thomas, and I. Uh, oh, yeah, because oh. he's the one that called out uh, Chris Brown. He's the one that called out Chris so Brown. They were, yeah, and they were calling you all kinds of different shit. They were all different. Rashad, they were everything. They I, were calling you everything. I felt bad Twitter. for a second. I'm like, I hope Eves is not. Because one thing, when we fuck with him, I'm like, but I'm like, I hope he's not like, these motherfuckers on television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, man, I liked it. I, I, I saved one of those pictures they put up. They, it was a picture of myself, Rashad, Rampage, oh, and, a- Anthony Johnson, and <laughs> So it was cool. It's like Rampage used to say, I'm proud. He's like, everybody walking around thinking black people look the same. I'm sick of people calling me Gary Goodridge. Oh, wow. Uh, now, uh, Will Brooks Oliveira, cowboy. Uh, this. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I just. Well, but now, I think Will Brooks got this. Uh, easily. I, I just think. Did I think easily? I mean, I look forward to this fight. I look forward. Because I, I think Will Brooks will win, and I think it's going to be a good fight. But do you think it's going to be easily? I, I think Will Brooks is on a different level. I think so too. Uh, I think Will Brooks is a is a great fighter. I think his his the only issue with him is sometimes his his Twitter profile. He gets he gets very angry and starts tweeting shit, which is he's emotional. To he's me. one of my favorite Twitters to but follow. Damn. He's- uh, Will is emotional, man. They've trained. I don't know if they've trained together, but Oliveira was down at ATT for a couple of camps. Let's give us and the inside uh, info. What, who, 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 I wasn't there when he was there, unfortunately. Will Will has the advantages going into this one. Right, Will you, can you, Will can do everything, and Oliveira he's he's strong physically. He's strong. Yeah. Um, he's a fighter, and he will fight out of things. Uh, but skill wise, I think Will is just hand, head head and shoulders above. Do him. you bet on fights? I don't. But I hear Gabe making some money. And I guess yeah. CB and you guys are making money. I don't bet. But why would you not bet? I mean, you don't see guys in the gym that just get the shipping out of me like this guy's gonna get killed. And- I, 
I just I'm not educated about betting. Um, I'm just now understanding these lines when when someone's negative or someone's a plus. I I just never was into gambling. See, I grew up in the Bahamas and Bahamas can't gamble in the Bahamas. Really? Yeah. Uh. So it's one of those things where I was like, I just never got into gambling, never got into betting. Now that it's live, it's like I want to. But at the same time, like, I'm afraid to lose money. But so you can hit stupid. someone with your car and have you go through a window and, and you can't sue, but betting is illegal? Bet- betting is illegal <laughs> for Bahamians. Only foreigners can gamble. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I was... Um, last- no, I love that foreigners can gamble. <laughs> you come waste your money. Well, we, there's a big story. I don't know the whole story, uh, but we had, we had a horse or a dog track in the Bahamas before I was born. I think it was like in the 50s. And... Bahamians were just throwing their money away, and and it was it was just a bad situation. So they made it an but like Atlantis, play. right? Yeah, so you guys can't go to Atlantis. Bahamians cannot go to Atlantis and gamble in, in the casinos. Wow, it's got to be tough for the darker skinned tourists. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? You got to prove your shit. It's like, no, I'm American, man. <laughs> you know, I I um I I have gambled in the Bahamas before. Because I've been here. By not wearing oh. condoms? Or? <laughs> <laughs> you, you realize I've never had sex in the Bahamas? Really? I le- well, I left when I was 15, so. But well, that's pretty I mean, I guess, that's, 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 yeah, I guess when I went like back. Yeah, I was usually like 12, I get, Wait, but you don't come back at all? I, I guess, yeah, I've gone back with my wife. So, yeah, I've had uh, sex in the Bahamas, but. Right, not with, uh, not with the Bahamian. Now, but, but if you came back being in the UFC, would you get a hero's welcome or no? Nah, I I have before. People have recognized me in the Bahamas, but nah, it wasn't when I was fighting. The sport wasn't, or when when I was at the peak anyway, yeah. the sport wasn't what it is now. So there weren't a whole lot of people that knew what I knew what I was doing. There were some people that recognized me. They were fight fans, but now are there hot fighter groupies, or is it all CB? <laughs> I'm serious. It seems Strong like 70% chunk of CB. No, because when I go to like I've been to the UFC Fan Expo, yeah. and it's. Nine thousand CB guys. No offense, and and maybe a couple of no their girls. No offense. People wish they could be me. Oh, I know everybody. And it, you know what it is. A particular type of girl loves a fighter, and they're called strippers. So then they're not at the expo. No, they're too busy making money. Is that is that true? Is it mostly strippers? I would say so. I, I wouldn't say mostly strippers, but I that type. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we saw remember we were at the fights, and the one girl, I don't know how much Molly she took before the fucking fights, but they had to carry her out. They bring in the fucking paramedics and shit, and people are like, which fighters fucking hurt? It was one of these stripper whores and who she- had great seats, by the way, front row seats, so you know she was a guest at one of the fighters fighting that night, and she was just like, nah, fucking And not- then she was passed out, and Joe tried to bang her. <laughs> no, no, Joe, come here. You said you had a funny story for us. Will you tell us oh, a yeah. story? So what happened with the girl? By the way, Joe is a big hit on the podcast. People keep asking about the girl that you're, uh, you're seeing. What's, what's going on? Well, it's not with uh, the girl who I've been talking to who does heroin. It's not this girl. Okay. This is a completely this is different the fat story. Asian girl? No, this is a completely oh, different, different girl. different one from the fat Asian girl. Yeah, so I met this girl with on... The big bush. Um, I met this girl on Bumble, right? Right. And you know with Bumble, the girl's supposed to message you first. Right. She probably sent me a five-paragraph essay with at least 600 questions. Ooh. I was like, what the hell? How am I going to answer all these questions? So, you know, I, st- I started to talk a little bit of shit to her, and, you know, we got into a fight on Bumble, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then she told me that she goes to... Got into a fight on Bumble. Yeah, she goes to the same school as me, whatever, no big deal. So the new semester just started like a couple oh, weeks man. ago. Oh, right. No. Oh, what happened? 
I go into my class, and she is in the class that I'm taking. No way. Yes. So what happened? Nothing. She just looks at me very weird, and <laughs> I try not to pay any attention. Wait, wait, but it's hold like on. A but, speaking but, oh, class. Wait, wait, hold on. But on Twitter, you go, I have a terrible story to tell you guys. But you didn't say that about the girl that did heroin and came over. <laughs> you, you, you didn't say that about the, the fat Asian chick that masturbated and in front of you. Now just some girls in your class? This is, I mean. This, this is very uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. I don't. I've never dealt with something like this before. You know, here's what you do. Okay. What do I do, Greg? Wait till the professor is like. So listen, we got a big exam coming up. He goes, "Excuse me, will it be an essay test? Will it, will they, because one of us in this class will be killing it if it's an essay test. Is that now, is this girl cute? No, she's a behemoth. Wait, wait, wait. She's not cute. No. So why did why are you matching with behemoths on on? Swipe right. Yeah, why swipe like, right, every girl. I don't even look at the girl. I'm watching TV while I'm doing this, not even looking at my that, phone. Now what, happened, right. now, what happened with the Asian girl that masturbated in front of you? With the big bush. I, un, I blocked her on Bumble. Why? Because she's very, very um, strange and hairy. <laughs> and what happened with the, with the girl that was on heroin? She probably there? works for the government. Well, I haven't talked to the girl on heroin in a couple of days, but we're going to Not Scary Farm on Saturday. Uh, definitely going with her. Yes. She's got five more days under the bridge. <laughs> yes. Before she's like, I got to wake up. I got to wake up, guys. I got to go. But I'm, I'm I got to go to Not Scary Farm. I'm kind of regretting asking her to go with me. Why? Because I'm, I'm worried. I don't know. She's very weird. She's very mentally ill. You know. You guys have a lot in common. Yeah, Joe. I, I mean, didn't want to tell you, but uh, she was at the pawn shop the other day. She dr- left her phone there. So, uh, <laughs> she left my phone. She there. left her phone there. That's her why she's phone. not responding. Well, listen. Well, and can, also, her Joe, nipples. Thank I you. cut them out. She sold them to me for a nickel bag. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want fucking track mark nipples. What are you crazy? Hey, whenever when they pair you guys up for a project in class, go just walk by her and go. I'd ask you to be my partner, but I'm afraid you'd bumble it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, good luck. Keep us posted, Joe. Thank you for your. A lot of people are very <laughs> curious. We, yes, we love the I, adventures I, I, of Joe. Perry. Dating with I Joe missed P. The, um, the fat Asian girl masturbating in front of him story. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and listen to that. <laughs> and, she has, and she has a huge bush from what with he was a huge saying. bush. Yeah, huge, like or, like. Like grotesquely large amount of bush. Did you hear the one that she's a heroin addict and that doesn't bother him, but she's a vegan and he dropped her? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, by the way, so uh, if you uh, just to keep everyone posted, I watched the uh, the China and 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 Rob show last night, and I think that's our cue. So Rob Kardashian. Uh, goes back and meets China back in the hood. What where, happened where with from? the Khan Film Festival? China, China, they went to China, China? wrestling China. No, 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 China. No, no, she died. Black China, Black China, and, oh, and okay. Rob Kardashian. Okay. Yeah, yeah they, they had the other own reality show, and so I guess China has ten brothers and sisters. Uh, the father had sex with numerous women, uh, so she, she has a brother and sister. They're all five months apart. But the mom's meeting him for the first time. The mom only had China. So this they, is a reality producer's dream. So they all get so of course it's a fight at dinner. But they made up by going to the strip club that China used to work at. And then the father and the mother made it rain on, on like the strippers, and everyone lived happily ever after. This is, this is that was, that's what happened last week. On, Wait, they lived happily ever after. Or we have to wait till next week. Next week, I want the listening audience to know that I'm composing a text during this recap because I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> All right, so uh, Bobby Green versus Berkman. Uh, Bobby Green's not in the fight. It says Bobby Green. No, what? What? On the official. That's not website. Bobby Green. He's, he's out. He's been out for a while. Oh, so uh, it, it says Bobby Green. 
on the UFC.com. Zach Otah. I already covered. There's been three injuries on this card. Oh, well, that's, I'm sure the UFC doesn't seem to you care. You really should follow him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he right. follows back. Berkman's finding a newcomer called Zach, uh, named Zach Otah. Otah. Do you know any, any, like anything about him? I don't know anything about him. I think, you know. I what what about Smoko Moreno? Who's Moreno? Uh, Brandon Moreno's on this season of The Ultimate Fighter, but he lost his um, his first round fight. To who? So they're, um, he was, I think, the first fight of, of the season. I don't remember who. Where everyone has a belt that season? Yeah, it's this season. Oh. Yeah, it's one that's on well, right I got Smoka then. Yeah, Smoka's, Smoka's. It's it's uh it's not an easy fight. It's easier than the fight he had before, which was Sergio Pettis. But I think Smoke all day. All right, now the fight is an interesting fight actually. Uh, Nate Marquardt versus the Barn Cat, Tamden McRory. That's what this is the fight uh, that Tyron's pissed yeah, about. Yeah, this fight I don't know, man. I mean, why is Tyron pissed about this fight? I because they used to promote Nate Marquardt <laughs> on this fight. They used the footage of uh, him, him knocking out Tyron in Strike Force. Now this fight's tough because Tamden wins fights that I don't think he's or that he, he like he beats Josh Saman. He knocked out those dudes in Bellator. Who did he knock out in Bellator? With like uh, in like eighteen seconds, I, Brandon. I somebody he hit. He knocked out with like like a like a really good guy, a wrestler. It looked like was a, it Brandon Halsey? No, I forgot who it was. Somebody in Bellator he knocked out that I was like, holy shit. And Tandon's got power that you wouldn't think he'd have based on that he looks like, like a science teacher, you know. Uh, but Nate Marquardt has not looked good as of late, right? He got, he got murked. Uh, he, it's, been, it's been a long road for Mr. Marquardt. He's been up and say, down from welterweight to middleweight to back to welterweight to middleweight. I mean, he just, he's jumping around. He lost the last fight to Tiago Santos in one round. He beat C.B. Dalloway. lost to Kelvin before that. Lost to Brad Tavares for that. Beat James Tahuna. Lost to Hector. Lost to Jake Ellenberger. I mean, uh, it's been it's been a long road for him. I think this could be the swan song. I mean, for him. he's yeah, he's he's been around a long time, man. Nate and I fought each other in '99. Wow, you know who won? Nate won. Oh, but heel hook, right? Heel hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, who do you think wins this fight? Him or Tamden? <laughs> a prime Nate Marquardt wins this fight, walking away. Now. I, I don't. I really don't know. I, I, I'm being indecisive here because I want him to win. Yeah. But that's a, that's a tall order, considering what he's done in the past couple of fights and, and the way he's looked. He just doesn't look like. Do you think the the, the stuff he was taking helped him a lot? I don't know if 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 it gave him confidence or if it helped him compete, but. It, it it had some kind of effect on him. By the way, the guy that uh, so uh, yeah so Tanda got starts by. Joko was last fight. Oh, Christoph Joko. He got uh, announced for a fight uh, last night, actually. Uh, he, beat, he beat Josh Shaman. The guy he beat in Bellator, he beat uh, Brennan Ward. Oh, Brennan Ward? Yeah, he destroyed Brennan Ward. Brennan Ward's a good fighter. He's a, he's a very good fighter. He, um, just, uh, he got announced for a fight the other day, too. So, I don't know. I think Tam is going to win this fight. I think uh, the Barncat. I think on the feet, he's got more power, better technique. Um, and if Marquardt takes him down, if he gets the takedown, McCrory's good off his back. He's got great jiu-jitsu. And it's nice to see a Bellator fight in UFC. (laughs) (laughs) You don't usually get that. (laughs) So my my three-fight parlay. And your boy Andre Feely got added to the card. You like that? That was funny. So (laughs) my my three-fight parlay would be Nate Marquardt. My three-fight parlay. I know. Three-fight would be be Tamden, Tamden, uh, Tamden, Will Brooks, and John Dodson. Three-fight parlay. If you You, win, tip us. uh, Who who, who would your three-fight parlay be? 
If you had to bet on three guys to win. I would go with Brooks, Dodson, and Smoker. And what would your three five probably be? Um, I would go Will Brooks, Berkman, Smoker. Yeah, Smoker's eleven and one. Damn. What would your three fight probably be? I would only bet on one fight, and I would bet on Curtis Blades. <laughs> Why? Because he just looks like a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I just feel like it would be the, I don't know, he's got a, he's got a, I don't know, it just seems like, like Blade, like he's going to do some weird shit. I don't know. I'm you like, just like his name. Totally. I love his name. <laughs> I love his name. Curtis Blades. I feel like he's going to start rapping right after. Like he's going to win and be like, this is the story of Curtis Blades. He can't stop a motherfucker till you know his name. Like it's going to be hot, man. He's going to be selling his CD outside the arena. <laughs> <laughs> this new mixtape is fire. That's right. So that's why you would do this. You yes. Would, Curtis Blades. Based all on the, way. the fact of how he looks. Yes. Curtis Blades. Wow. All right. Didn't he lose his UFC debut? Yes. Yeah. To... Uh, didn't he fight like... It's comeback yeah. time, baby. And Gano. Heavy, yeah, Gano, Francis that's right. They both, they both debuted. That's the guy that I think Tim Johnson's fighting, but I could I think Gano is something special, man. lost to Cats Gano? <laughs> no, he was, a, he was also... He's a, he's a good wrestler. He's 2012 junior college. You don't want to mess with no Curtis Blades. <laughs> Curtis Blades going to take you down. Uh, so what do you got coming up, Greg? Uh, I'm in El Paso this week. I'll be in El Paso Wednesday through Sunday at the El Paso Comic Strip. Yeah, okay. What, yeah. Do you got? what do you got coming up? <laughs> this week? Yeah. Dime Bar tomorrow night. Yes. Got to support the Dime Bar. And you, your YouTube show, you right? People need to come down, check it out. Uh, episode 9 is up on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, and iTunes. It was almost a two-hour show. Covered a ton of upcoming it's you by fights. yourself. It's me by myself for, for two now. hours. If you've ever wondered what it's like to get stuck in a car <laughs> on a long-ass road trip with CB Gold, well, now you can download the podcast. <laughs> It's almost, it's almost as enjoyable as driving to a funeral. <laughs> but I, hey, thank you for the retweet on my, pod, on my fantasy football podcast. No, no what, what is this? Fantasy football, harsh reality. It's my fantasy football podcast. Now, have you ever, won, have you ever won a fantasy football poll? Oh, yeah. I've won several championships, and I've won money on DraftKings. How much money have you won? Like $20. And how much have you lost? Like $25. <laughs> <laughs> I usually stay about even. I lose a little, I win a little. Right, so it, so it, it stays about even for me. Is anything coming up? I have not too much coming up right now. I am, I've been working on previs for this, for this show or for this film called Alita Battle Angel. And I'm trying to get on the full film. That will be awesome because the fight scenes look, look so much fun. What do you mean you're working on the... Um, so when they, when they make these big budget films, they build these fight scenes um, and they show them to the director and the director... If he likes it, he wants the whole thing. And then, of course, they may have to take some pieces out or whatever. But we built some fights. And I liked what it looked like. I, they're filming in Austin, so that's another way to give, go back to Texas and, and be, in a, be in that environment again. But, yeah, I, I wanna, I wanna, I'm, I'm trying to get on that. Nice. I've put in some, put some, planted some seeds, and hope Curtis Blades in there. Curtis Blade is not in it. Oh man, you got to throw in Curtis Blade. Uh, I want him to come do the soundtrack. Yeah, that's right. Like CB said, every Tuesday night I am at the Dime Bar, uh, and uh, in Hollywood I'm at the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. Wednesday night, uh, this Wednesday, San Diego. That's a fun one. Uh, Friday I'm in Fresno at Frank's Place in Fresno. And then this month, I will be at the El Paso Comic Strip. Uh, actually, I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee, at the Comedy Catch. Uh, and then uh, El Paso at the Comic Strip. 
And then in Arizona at the House of Comedy in Scottsdale, Arizona, New York City, November 10th. I am at the Cutting Room. Yeah. November 10th. Before the big Madison Before the big Garden fight. Fights, then yeah. I'm going to the fights with my brother. And then Friday, November 25th. Might we do a little anal. Yes. Right, a little out-of-town anal. At yeah. the Funny Bone in, in Liber, Li, Liberty Township. Yes. yes <laughs> November, November 25th. Liberty Township. Yes. Cincinnati Funny Bone. Uh, and then Edmonton as well as Minnesota. So thank you guys very, very much. Thank you, Eves. You have no idea how much it means to have somebody who actually was talking about on the show. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. Now listen. It's, uh, I, I love that I'm offended for CB. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offended for me. I agree. We need people who are But I'm like, CB, no. I mean, he can fight, but he knows uh, about CB fighting. last week said there's no way... Eric Spicely wins. I was got- thinking the same thing, man. High five. <laughs> but still, I, I, was th- I, I did think, I was like, this guy, his striking is not very good. His wrestling is horrible. Here was my take on it. He lost to a jiu-jitsu guy on The Ultimate Fighter by knockout, and he lost to a knockout artist on a fight night by submission. And I'm like, Tiago Santos is a fucking murderer, and... Everybody yeah, on my Twitter was like, CB doesn't know shit. Fucking <laughs> Somebody grouped me in with Greg Wilson, and I'm like, I'm not that bad. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I Listen, think Santos, man. I CB think Gold's golden Masasi Masasi did something to him. You think so, Masasi? Yeah, yeah, Man, how do you, how do you go out and lose like that to a guy whose skills don't match up with yours he, in that department? I think he overlooked him. There you go. Ooh, Tiago? Yeah, Tiago. Well, I said Tiago was going to beat Musasi, and I'm that... Fucking I think Tiago said this white boy is not coming to Brazil and fucking beat me up. No yeah. way, you know. And then it's just you can't overlook anybody. Man, he got beat in every department. Dude. It was it was horrible. Wow. You got beat. I think it was <laughs> you got beat in every department. Including from Macy's. <laughs> like, <laughs> you look at, did you see the Thor's hammer on his I fucking chest? I thought it was a fly now? swatter. I, somebody t- somebody tweeted me that too, and they're like, "Which one's worse, Brock's chest tattoo or fucking Tiago Santos's hammer?" And I'm By like, "By the way, he has five McGregor tattoos. Getting a sixth. He he is the most committed. Getting he, a sixth. He has how many? Are you Irish? No. 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 How many uh, Chuck Liddell tattoos do you have? I have one Chuck Liddell. How many Thug Jitsu tattoos do you have? Not yet. What? Well, yeah, what's we ain't even friends, man. He'll Seriously, to, he'll have to clear some room. <laughs> Do you, do you have room for a thug jitsu or no? I, I always have room. I'll Dude, find put room. that one, like, shave your pubes and put that one above your dick. Fucking thug jitsu. <laughs> that way they know what's coming. <laughs> a guy who's read a lot about sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thank you guys so much. Take care. Have a great night.